Well, I feel like it has been months, nay, years. It's been since last year, 2022. That's like a year, right? <laughs> since I've had a chance to speak with Origin as our good company correspondent. Origin, how are you? I am doing all right and also feel a little, little heaviness in my spirit these days. Mm, I appreciate the vulnerability and authenticity because I think a lot of people are, are having those feelings for different reasons. I mean, I know for you specifically, the reason for a little extra heaviness, but it just seems to be the season to be a little more glum. And not just because of it being January and the beginning of the year. I mean, last week, what was it? Five days straight, no sun? Like, there's a lot of things working against us right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed moments. There were speckles of, of joy and celebration and togetherness throughout the holidays. And this, in, in my world and my family, was just following you know, a couple of weeks after having uh, lost a family member mm-hmm. um, and grieving that and then moving into this weird festive celebration mode and then that all passes us by and now we're just left with oh, the slog of getting back to the everyday demands and grind and just not feeling like I have quite the energy, the the vigor and motivation to to do stuff Yeah, and I've spoken to quite a number of people who are experiencing something similar, unique to their own circumstances, whether it's getting back to the slog of, oh, yeah, I don't really like my job. Oh, yeah, life is kind of overwhelming right now. Oh, yeah, there's grief or sadness or aloneness that I'm feeling. And once all that celebration kind of whizzes past us, we're just kind of left holding this stuff. It's cold, it's dark, we've got these environmental factors that just make it all feel heavier. Yeah. And it's just kind of it's just kind of messy. It kind of sucks. Yeah, it's definitely one of those seasons, which is ironic that this is the time of year that we try to make all of these massive changes in our lives. Like, oh I'm feeling sad, but let's just completely disrupt my entire life schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. Maybe we should wait till July 1st, Canada Day. Those are when our uh, new, I don't know, like resolutions start right then instead of January 1st. I'm I'm here for that. Canada Day resolutions rather than <laughs> the New Year's. I think you're onto something there, Holly. I think so, too. Or September 1st, right? The new school year is kind of a bit of a shift anyway. Yeah, so there, is there a petition we can start? Who do we, Who do we talk to? Who do we need to write a letter to? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But I think you bring up some great points because during December, I got a lot of messages. I've had friends also get a lot of messages there in media as well. Just people saying it's been a really tough year. They are feeling down. This is a difficult season for them. And now we're in January and a lot of people still feeling, like you said, that heaviness. So if you are in that space of just not feeling the joy and excitement of a new year, how do you navigate that? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that at Christmas, what were we celebrating? Celebrating Christ entering, manifesting into this world and living in the messiness of what it is to be human. Mm -hmm. He's no stranger to this. This is not a new thing that life is hard and heavy. Um, So yeah, how do we navigate it knowing that Christ himself has carried and felt this burden of human life in a messy world and 
just when it comes to us of carrying and feeling these deep emotions, whether it's sadness or loneliness or just a flatness, getting back to the, the regular rhythms of life. I want to offer this perspective that those, those feelings we feel, whether it is, again, sadness, grief, anxiousness, whatever, we might often characterize these as things that are bad. And we try and cope by just doing stuff to not feel them. However, God has given us these feelings, these emotional realities to help us understand what we need. It's a lot like the way that our stomach rumbles when we have a need for food. We don't question and say, oh, what is this? This hunger feeling This is bad. <laughs> should go away. I don't like it. No, we yeah. just know intuitively this means I need some food. So in the same way, let me just speak for myself right now. I've been feeling some sadness. I've been feeling some exhaustion these days. And I want to bring, first of all, some acknowledgement and acceptance towards those feelings that I notice rather than push them away or try and pray them away or pretend they're not there. And secondly, I want to bring some curiosity. I want to be curious. And this is where maybe the prayer comes in. Mm -hmm. Instead of praying away the feelings, praying curiously and saying, Holy Spirit, help me to decipher what need are these feelings pointing me to? When I'm feeling exhausted, I think it's because my spirit and body need some rest. If I'm connected to that need, I can start making decisions a little bit differently to maybe implement a few more boundaries when I'm invited to do stuff. I can say, no, I actually just need some rest today. I'm not going to come out and, and party at so-and-so's house as much as I love them but I might need that boundary right now because I need rest. Likewise, if I'm feeling some sadness and some grief, and the answer here might look different for different individuals, different contexts, but for me, I think that might mean I need some togetherness. I need some shared experience of being sad. That, that might mean I call a friend or I just sit with my wife on the couch and just cry for a little bit. And when we're able to respond to whatever feelings we're feeling with that acknowledgement, acceptance, curiosity, and then responding to the need that's beneath it, I think we do ourselves a great service. And I think, uh, I think Christ honors that. I think that's why we're designed with emotions in the first place is actually to have a better read, a better understanding on what it is that we need to feel more enriched, to feel more whole. I love that process because it helps you to hold place and space in your heart for these feelings, but also to not get stuck because you're being curious and that's like an activity. It's an action. It's taking a look at why am I sad? So that's such great and wise advice. How are you so wise for such a young person? My goodness. <laughs> it's trauma. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> To unpack on another another call. But yeah, yeah, exactly. When, when you go through stuff and you have good, loving people to help you make sense of it and feel your way through it, uh, you develop kind of a map to mm -hmm. navigate these things. Yeah. Uh, Which is great because yeah. when you are anxious, uh, sometimes it's a combination of fear and excitement. And when you can take those moments to pause and figure out, am I actually excited about this or am I scared about this? And asking yourself and being curious can help you figure out which emotion maybe to lean into a little bit more. 
Exactly, exactly. And when we can approach these things in our inner world with more curiosity as opposed to judgment, mm-hmm. oh, we just we get so much further. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's just my open invitation to anybody listening right now. Whatever your emotional reality is, as you move into the new year, maybe it is one of excitement and anticipation and expectancy for for just great things that are coming up in your world. That's amazing. Lean into that. What is your need beneath mm-hmm. those emotions? Is it just a need for a new experiences, a need for adventure, a need for enjoyment? And if your emotional reality is something totally different, um, as is the case for many of us, that's why they call it Blue Monday. Yeah, right? coming up in a couple of days. <laughs> if what is making your world blue right now is a feeling of grief, feeling of sadness, feeling of isolation, it's okay to acknowledge and accept that. It's okay. I believe you have the capacity to feel that and not be totally overtaken. And also, um, it might be good to be curious about what that feeling is saying you need, whether that's some connection, whether that's some slowness, uh, whether that is just to feel your feelings of grief and just to honor those for a little bit before you get back to the regular rhythms of life. Your feelings are real, they're valid, they matter, and Jesus sees you in that. Hmm, beautiful. Origin, thank you so much for hanging out with us here today, talking about a challenging subject because no one wants to focus in on the 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 downer emotions, I will say, the sadness, the fear. But like you said, we have emotions. They are a beautiful gift of God. Reminds me of that movie, Inside Out, where all the emotions are in the girl's head and they take turns controlling her. Um, and it's true. They're all there. And it's just a matter of being curious. So, Origin, thank you so much today. You're so welcome. It's my pleasure anytime to get together and, and have a sad time. <laughs> right? Because sad times are sometimes good times, too. They are. <laughs> oh, goodness. Origin, thank you again, and we will see you soon. Looking forward to it.